to week five of our media presentations during this time of social distancing. Thank you for joining with me today. Last Sunday was Resurrection Sunday. That means that we're during the time frame following the resurrection of Jesus Christ. For 40 days after the resurrection, Jesus Christ uh, appeared before hundreds of people, hundreds of people who saw him uh, bodily risen from the grave. Jesus Christ left multitudes of eyewitnesses to that great event of his resurrection. And we're going to be focusing on the impact that Jesus' resurrection appearances made on the emotional stability of those people. They went from fear to joy once they knew Jesus Christ had risen from the grave. And we're going to be thinking about that impact that Jesus Christ's resurrection made on people. This morning we're going to be looking at the theme, From Fear to Joy, and see how the disciples who were paralyzed with fear after the crucifixion of Jesus Christ became people filled with joy in just a matter of hours. This evening, missionary Matt Gons is going to be joining with us. Uh, Matt Gons and his family are serving in the murder capital of the world, the country of Honduras. A couple of years ago, Matt experienced some things in Honduras that left him very fearful for his family. And God grew Matt through that experience. And Matt has some important things to share about conquering fear in our lives. He'll be joining us this evening at 6 o'clock. Then during the week, I'm going to be sharing some devotional thoughts about the post-resurrection appearances of Jesus Christ. There's a lot for us to learn about Jesus Christ's relationship and ministry to the people that he showed himself alive to and how that impacted their lives. And so we'll be sharing some thoughts about that on, uh, on, during our, our daily devotional time. You'll be able to find those each morning on the, uh, the uh, Community Baptist Church Facebook page. I hope you'll find us there. Roger and Debbie Thomas are charter members here at Community Baptist Church. They were with us on the very first Sunday, even months before the church was organized. Debbie was instrumental in the music ministry uh, at that time and has been for, for these many years. Debbie was our first pianist, and she continues to be one of our pianists to this day. Uh, she also helped organize the special music, the first choir, just very much involved in the music ministry. Last Sunday, we shared with you a song that Debbie sang for Easter. And as I was thinking about the words of that song this week and contemplating what we were going to be focusing on as we focus on the, the emotional stability that came into the lives of people because they saw Jesus Christ risen from the grave, the more I thought about that, the more I realized that the song Debbie sang last week is a perfect ministry of song to us today. And so I'm going to bring uh, the song that Debbie sang to you. I hope you'll listen carefully to the words. It's a beautiful song, and it's got a wonderful message. Listen to Debbie Thomas as she sings, I Just Saw Jesus.
seen Jesus after his crucifixion and seen him alive changed everything. Thank you, Debbie, for singing that song, I've Just Seen Jesus, how it helps us to visualize the emotion of, uh, of the transition from being filled with fear and doubt and questions to seeing Jesus Christ and knowing that all is well. From fear to joy, the emotional stability that Jesus' presence brings is powerful in our lives. I want to think about that with you for a few moments this morning. You know, the arrest of Jesus Christ and his crucifixion that day left the disciples in a, a mental state of fear, of, of dismay, of worry, of confusion. And, uh, and the disciples were fearful for their very lives. When I read the accounts of the arrest and crucifixion of Jesus Christ, I realized how difficult this was for the disciples and the uh, emotional instability that filled them uh, that day. Let me mention just a couple of, uh, of examples of that. First of all, there's the disciples who were in the garden with Jesus the night that he was arrested. I read in Matthew chapter 26 and in verse number 56, that when they came and they arrested Jesus, the Bible says that all of this was done, that the scriptures might be fulfilled, the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. The disciples forsook him and fled from the garden. Fear began to strike into the hearts of the disciples, and they ran like a covey of quail, running and scurrying off in all different directions because they were filled with fear. Later on, Peter found himself in Caiaphas' house where they had taken Jesus. And there in Caiaphas' house, Peter begins to deny his relationship with Jesus Christ, to deny that he even knew Jesus Christ. You can see the fear that was striking the heart of Peter as he began to deny Jesus Christ. The Bible says in Luke chapter number 22 and in verse number 54, the Bible says, Then they took him, speaking of Jesus, and they led him and brought him into the high priest's house, and Peter followed afar off. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall, they were sat down together, and Peter sat among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire, and earnestly looked upon him, and said, This man also was with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him, and said, Thou art one of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after, uh, after another confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this fellow was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, the cock crew. And the Lord turned and looked upon Peter. And Peter remembered the word of the Lord, 
How he had said unto him, Before the cock crow, thou shalt deny me thrice. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. And so we see the disciples fled and ran, deserting Jesus Christ. Peter denied three times that he knew anything about Jesus Christ. These were difficult times. The emotional stability of the disciples had taken a turn for the worse. They were emotionally unstable. They were fearful for their own lives. They were changed individuals into cowering, denying people. After Jesus Christ rose from the dead, but before his resurrection was known and understood, we find that there were a couple of the disciples that had left Jerusalem, and they were walking down the road to Emmaus. And there as they walked down the road to Emmaus, Jesus Christ came and walked with them, but clouded their eyes so they wouldn't know who he was. And in that event, we find these words. And he said unto them, What manner of communication are these that ye have said one to another as ye talk and are sad? These two disciples were sad. They were sad because of the crucifixion of their Savior. The one who they put their hopes and dreams in and they watched him die. And now a couple of days later, uh, three days later, they are sad as they talk about these events and about the person of Jesus Christ. And then that very same day, later into the evening hours, we find the disciples have met together. Jesus Christ had risen, but they hadn't seen him. And they weren't sure that they believed the stories that were spreading around. So the Bible tells us in the Gospel of John, chapter number 20, and in verse number 19, Then the same day of, at, the, at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. So the Bible paints a picture here for us of cowering disciples. They're confused. They're afraid. They're denying they're scattering, they're sad, and they're fearful. This is what the arrest and crucifixion of Jesus Christ has left these disciples struggling with. They are emotionally unstable, and they're filled with fear. But the resurrection of Jesus Christ changed everything. And for 40 days, Jesus Christ went to various groups of his disciples and individual disciples and he appeared to them bodily, physically, in his resurrected body. And the impact of a risen Savior in their lives was remarkable. The resurrection left the disciples in a mental state of joy and happiness and uh, just exaltation. They, they were just so uh, excited about what Jesus Christ uh, had accomplished in being risen from the grave. There are a couple of places where we see this immediate change in emotional state. One of them is in Matthew, and in chapter number 28, the Bible tells us about the women. The women who had come to the tomb to anoint the body of Jesus Christ and found the tomb was empty. And, and then Jesus appeared to them. And the Bible says in Matthew 28, the, this first reference is the angel announcing the resurrection before he met them. 
The angel announced that Jesus Christ is not here. He is risen. And they departed quickly from the sepulcher with fear and great joy and did run to bring his disciples word. These women, when they heard the news from the angel that Jesus was risen from the grave, this changed everything for them. And they were filled with great joy where they had been filled with great anxiety and fear and concern. And then, after Jesus Christ had appeared uh, to the disciples, I read in Luke, Luke's Gospel, in the 24th chapter, the Bible says in verse number 52, And they worshipped him, speaking of Jesus Christ in his, in his resurrected uh, body, they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. So I want, you to, I want you to get a picture painted in your mind. Picture the disciples after the crucifixion, and then picture the disciples after the resurrection. The crucifixion left the disciples fearful, filled with anxiety, emotionally distraught. But once they had seen Jesus Christ, that he was alive and well, that he had done what he said he would do, and he was risen from the grave, their fear turned into great joy. Their scattering and denying and hiding turned into open public declaration of their confidence and faith that Jesus Christ really is alive. Jesus' resurrection and appearances to his disciples changed everything. Now, how was it that his appearance brought this kind of a change? Well, simply, he was with them. After the crucifixion, he was gone. He was outside of their, their, uh, their presence. Uh, they, they didn't have him with them anymore. And they felt deserted and abandoned. He was gone. He was crucified. He was dead. And they were afraid and they were filled with anxiety and emotionally distraught. But when they saw him, they knew he was right here with them. And once they knew that he was with them, their fear turned into joy. I want you to know that there's a great secret in what I just said. It is the presence of Jesus Christ with you. That makes all the difference in the world. I learned that from the psalm that is read so many times when people are having struggles. Uh, it has been one of the most memorized portions of scripture. It is the shepherd's psalm. We call it the 23rd psalm. I, found, I have found during these weeks of COVID-19 and, and uh, the threat of the virus and the fear of death that this psalm has come back to my mind many times, and I've shared it with a number of people. I wanted to share it with you just for a moment here before we wrap this, uh, this uh, program up. The, the shepherd's psalm says simply, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. In other words, I, I don't have any wants. I, I, I don't have anything that I need. I've got everything I need in the person of Jesus Christ. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. 
And here's the verse that I have found myself thinking about a lot over these last few weeks. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What a statement. The psalmist said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. A shadow is not reality. But there is something that's real that casts a shadow. That which is real is death. Because the Bible says it's appointed in a man once to die. But after this, the judgment. We know death looms out there ahead of all of us. We sometimes even jokingly say, none of us are going to get out of this thing alive. And the reality is, death is a certainty. We have an appointment. An appointment with death. It is appointed unto man once to die. Death is real. But death casts a shadow that is not real. And the psalmist said, even when I walk through this valley, the valley where there are shadows, and in this valley there's a shadow of death, I don't know when I'm going to die. I don't know what's going to happen to me. There's this shadow of death looming over my soul. And as I walk through this valley of the shadow of death, wondering, will I get the virus? Will I die? Will this happen to me? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. What a great statement. The psalmist says, even though death is real, even though there's a shadow that is causing many people to fear because they don't know if they're going to get the virus and die. And so they live as dead men. They live with the shadow as if the shadow is real in their lives today. And they fear. They live in fear. They live in fear of what if. But the psalmist said, I don't live that way. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, there's the threat of death all around me. There is the shadow of death all around me. Yet, in spite of that, I will fear no evil. I'm not afraid. I, I, I know I'm going to die someday. I know I've got an appointment. I know a lot of people are fearing the, sh the shadow of death in this virus. But I'm not afraid. And here's the reason why. The psalmist said, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thou art with me. What a great statement. The psalmist did not fear what everyone else was fearing because of the presence of Jesus Christ in his life. Because Jesus was real to him. And the presence of Jesus Christ in his life enabled him to not fear the shadow of death that other people were fearing. Dear friend, I want you to know that one of the great secrets to being able to conquer fear in your life is your relationship with an ever-present Savior. And as Jesus Christ rose from the grave and then appeared to people, he spent time with people. He went and joined up with people in their homes and along the road walking along to, a, to the city of Emmaus, the village of Emmaus. Jesus Christ spent time with people. That was the secret. He was with them. 
and his presence with them enabled them to be turned from fear to joy. So Jesus Christ spent time with hundreds of people, leaving all of these eyewitnesses testimony that Jesus really is alive and he's with me. He spent time with people. Not only did he spend time with people, but he, he took them to the scriptures and he taught them that God has a plan in all of this. You remember those two disciples? I read a moment ago that they were walking towards the village of Emmaus. Jesus joined himself to them. And Jesus asked them the question, why are you so sad? And they told him, are you a stranger? Are you new to these parts? Didn't you know that, that Jesus, we thought he was the Messiah. We thought he was the one that was going to deliver Israel. He was the redemption of Israel. But they crucified him. And they were sad. And Jesus Christ, as they walked along that day, the Bible says that Jesus went back to their Old Testament scriptures and he went from scripture to scripture and he taught those two individuals God's plan. That God has this. That God knows what he's doing. That God has a plan in all that he allows to happen in this world. And so Jesus Christ was with people. And while he was with people, he talked about the Bible to people. And he taught them that God has an amazing plan and that we can have confidence in the plans and in the purposes of God. Not only did Jesus spend time with people, and not only during that time did he teach them the plan of God and what God was doing in the crucifixion of the Messiah, but the Bible says that Jesus also looked out into the future and he cast a vision of the future to those disciples that he spent time with. He talked about what was to come. He talked about the work of world evangelism, of sending the gospel message out to people in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and under the uttermost part of the earth. Jesus talked about the future. Did, did you catch those three things? Jesus spent time with people, taking the Bible and showing them that God has a plan. You don't have anything to fear. God has a plan. And then casting a vision for the future that we have to be focused on taking the good news of Jesus Christ to a world in need. This is the secret of the power, the emotional power of the presence of Christ. He can take people who are emotionally fearful and insecure and he can make them emotionally strong and confident with no fear, not even fearing the possibility of death because Jesus Christ is with me. He walks with me through the valley of the shadow of death. He comforts me with his presence. He teaches me about his plan and he casts a future for me. To know that I have work to do until he takes me home. My friend, this might just be a good game plan for how to handle COVID-19 in your own life, in your family, and the people to whom you minister. Maybe God's game plan for us during COVID-19 is to spend time with people. 
in any way that we are capable in this time of social distancing to contact people, to be in communication with people, to be a friend to people, regardless of whether they're shut up in their homes, whether they're going to work, working from home or out of work. Let's spend time with people, reassuring people, letting them know everything's going to be okay. Let's turn to the Word of God and read about God's great plan for our lives and focus on the fact that God has this. And let's look into the future and think about what is ahead of us and what we need to be doing during COVID-19 to further the gospel message all over the world. So let's draw near to God. Let's study our Bibles. Let's spend time in prayer. Let's focus on what God is doing during this unusual time in our lives. Let's share the wonderful salvation that he has brought to us. Let's share that wonderful salvation with others. My friend, we can get through this. And, and a lot of the secret to our ability to get through it is the presence of Jesus Christ in our lives. We see it in the post-resurrection appearances and the impact he had. Let's experience it in our own lives by making sure we're closely connected with Jesus Christ and he's present with us right now, today. And my friend, if that's not true in your life, if you don't have Jesus Christ personally present in your life, we would love for you to contact us here at Community Baptist because it would be our joy to help you know the presence of Jesus Christ in your life that changes everything. Thank you for being with us this morning for our morning program here at Community Baptist Church. We'll be back this evening at 6 o'clock. We will have Matt Goins with us. Matt is a missionary to Honduras, the murder capital of the world. And he's been through some harrowing experiences that has left him with great fear. And God has grown him in those experiences and through those experiences to learn how to handle fear. You won't want to miss the communication with Matt Goins this evening at 6 o'clock. During this upcoming week, I'm going to be sharing some daily devotional thoughts about some of the individual post-resurrection appearances of Jesus Christ. You'll be able to find those each morning on the church's uh, Facebook page. And don't forget that as soon as we sign off today... We'll be joining Ann and uh, Jonathan Simpson at their home uh, to sing some of the songs, the hymns of the faith. They take requests. You'll want to tune in on Facebook, the church's Facebook page, and uh, join in for a time of uh, hymn singing this afternoon. And don't forget, you can help us by subscribing to our YouTube channel and by liking our Facebook page, helping us to meet new people and get the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ far and wide. Thank you for being with us this morning, and I hope you'll have a great afternoon. Thank you for joining us for part of a Sunday service at Community Baptist Church. I hope to meet you soon. May God impress His love upon your heart this week.